0: Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, And on this show, we talk about what fires us up and how we put our dreams into action as I speak with artists, healers, changemakers, and entrepreneurs. And I'm really excited to have on my show today a voice actor, Heidi Hansen. Welcome. Hi.
1: Thanks for Um, having me.
0: Thank you for coming on. And I'm so interested in hearing about what a voice actor does. Talk to me about what your work is.
1: Sure, sure. So I like to think of it as every business has a a personality, um, a sound, a voice, right? So what I do is I help businesses zero in on that voice and to deliver their message. And I do that through... Uh, recorded voice tracks for voicemail for e-learning or training videos radio commercials and such Um, so that's what I do Wow so any kind of like like
0: tutorials that they might have or uh, public uh... social media
1: content exactly or... that's exactly right right if you listen to uh, maybe an ad on the radio uh, it could be uh, voicemail systems and um, you know videos there's a ton of video out there everyone's communicating and influencing with the video telling stories and mm-hmm. so that's another way as well there's certainly more to do uh, there's audio there's a big industry there's audio books and then there's the mainstream commercials you see on television but most of the market is in really um, those things that I mentioned, in e-learning and in audiobooks and in uh, and uh, corporate videos and such. Mm-hmm. So
0: do you help develop the content, or you are just the voice?
1: So right now, for my business, I'm, mo- I'm just the voice. But what was interesting to see is, is to see how I will continue to evolve. So, for example, now I'm working with my local theater company to create the content, right? To figure out how we're going to use video and then how do we add voice to that. Um, so so I think it's an evolving it's an evolving business and it'll be great to see where it goes. How did you how did you get into this? It's a great question. Um, I've always been a creative person. Uh, theater, I've done theater for many, many years. You know, at 19, I moved from a t- small town in California to New York City to study at a, a conservatory and um, and such. And but I never really pursued it as a profession. And I went down the corporate track and everything. And so, uh, I, a couple years ago, I was working a big conference and I was running it. Right, it was my conference. And so I had a production team there, and they were recording the, the voiceover for the executives and, and such and some other things. And uh, so I walked into the room, and I said, can I just give that a try? And I did it. And it it's such a small moment, but it it was so fun, and I had been looking for something else. I knew I wanted some side gig. I wanted to... Do something that was more fun for me. And uh, so I did it, record it, got it all in the can, as you say, in the in the industry. And then the production manager, you know said, "Wow, you should really think about you know doing voiceover work. And it really stuck with me. So a month later, I was had found a coach. I was in a class and uh, was exploring the industry. And you know, I had some stops and starts, as I think many people do. Um, but then really went, um, after a little while, just decided, well, this I had the opportunity to just go full force. Um, so that's what I've done. So that's how I got started. Whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. And so well, what were you doing in the corporate world? So I was, um, I worked in change management, strategic project management, where we're going to initiate large-scale change across, like, the country for, you know, very... 50,000 plus organization so um, that involved really looking at what are people gaining what are they losing how can we orchestrate this this change whether it be culture whether it be process or whether it be technology um, in a way that is enables people to make that transition and, um, and so that's what I did. And that involved communication strategy, project management, you know, a lot of different disciplines. Uh, so that's what I did um, in the corporate world. So um, can you give an example of what kind of change a corporation might be looking at that needs somebody doing this? Sure, uh, I, you know, I, let's see. One example, the first example that comes to my mind is you're taking a process that might be done in one location Um, by a certain group of people and you're transforming the process and you're moving the process someplace else, right? So somebody's gaining something, somebody's losing something. You can imagine there's anxiety, you know, around what's shifting and changing someone's job, what's my job going to be now, what else am I going to have to do now and, um, and such. And there's a story to be told through all of that as well. So how do you orchestrate that story and give people what it is they need to enable them to realize, you know, see the new world um, that they're operating in and then realize success within it? I'm very curious what the story <laughs> might be. I want to hear the story. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, so, uh, well, let, you know, the, the story. There's a lot of them are floating in my head right now. Um, Well, in this particular one, it was just about efficiency and effectiveness. You know, how can we be more effective and efficient in an ever-changing world? And what does that mean? We want to empower people to do more meaningful work. So I'm going to take the work from here, and I'm going to transform it or automate it, and I'm going to have it centered here, right? So the, the core, heart of the story is about how do we be more effective so that we can deliver, uh, and how do we transform so we can deliver more value to our customer. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have that kind
0: of a story, then people might be thinking, oh, the story is I'm not good enough at my job, so you're taking it away, whereas the corporate story, the business story is, no, we're, we're making a change for these other reasons.
1: Right, right. It all centers um, around the customer, and but also how to create a more meaningful experience for the employees of the organization mm-hmm. who are really the heart of what makes it run, mm-hmm. right? So you have to tell it from two different vantage
0: points. Mm-hmm. I had to ask because I had never really heard of change management before, so it's like, <laughs> what is that? And what also strikes me is, so you... This was the your area of change management, and then you went ahead and you made you managed your own
1: change. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Right. So earlier this year, um, I big another change in the organization, transformation. My whole department, um, the whole function, my team, the team that I led, were all eliminated and um which so, had a
0: story to it <laughs> which
1: has a story, right which has a story to it right mm-hmm. and so um usually I was kind of behind those sto- you know some of those stories but uh in this case you know it was me it was my team and many others as well so I worked there for like 13 years which nowadays is forever right I I thought well okay I made sure my team was okay, you know, helped them. And then I thought, well, what am, what am I gonna do? And it was, it was hard at first. Like I was upset about it. And then I realized I have been unhappy here at this, in this so, you know, by my work and my home and like, there were just lots of going on. And I said, I've been wanting a change for a long time. And this is it right this is the chance if i don't do something now it's never going to happen so i um, had some folks saying hey don't worry heidi i've got a job for you don't worry you're going to be okay and i said you know thank you but no thank you and so i took my severance package which was wonderful and thank i'm very thankful for that and um, took some time I say it took some time, but the first thing I did is I dove right in. Within a month, I had my first commercial demo done. So a demo is like the, your resume. So it's snippets of your voice delivering a message, you know. Um, so I, I did that, and I had my branding done and my website up. And I was going crazy with my to-do lists of all the things I needed to do. So um, When you say you had your branding done, can you speak about what your brand is? so um i really wanted to understand like what can i how can i talk about myself right so one was the imagery behind it what's my logo and such and what's the color scheme and all that the, that design but then how i want people to think about me and i thought well and I, I, I settled on i want to bring your message to life let me bring your message to life and then um and so that's how i i thought about it and what i when i write something um you know that that's that everything centers around that. Mm-hmm. So um, where was I? <laughs> so that's uh, so that's how I got started. I was started. asking about
0: the, the brand. Right. Like, what is your oh, brand? Yeah. Right, and right. that you want people to feel like.
1: That's what I want people to mm-hmm. feel. I mm-hmm. want to feel that I bring them to life. Like I said earlier, right, everyone's got a personality, every business, a sound, right? And I want to help businesses find that, zero in on it, and I want to help them deliver it. Mm-hmm. Bring your message to life. Mm-hmm. So when you, when
0: you say every business has their sound or their message, like do you work with them to find out what that is or is it obvious, you know?
1: I think in... some businesses are certainly more um have have really thought through that already, mm-hmm. others may have not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it depends on the client and the circumstance mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, for example, I mentioned the theater group right now. I, I'm we're working that out. We're trying to figure out what is the brand? what is the how, how do we want people to feel when we talk to them? What's the voice that we want to want to use as we speak with them? Mm-hmm. Others are, you know, certainly, more refined, right? Yeah. They've, they've, they've made that journey. Already.
0: So how, how, how different is your voice in different, you know, like, does your voice sound really different than, let's say, you're speaking now to me? When you're doing your work, oh, I wish we could play the
1: demo. Right? I would too. I, love to. I, I, I brought that that would have loved that. That would be great. I know, right, right. Um, so I, I think so. So if you listen to the demo, and um, ho- hopefully we'll have a chance to. Um, well,
0: can you give me ex- an example of what something might sound like? I um, know,
1: right, right. So,
0: um,
1: so uh, I would say there's one. This is my husband really likes this one. <laughs> He's um, it's uh, smooth silky you know it's a very lush and slow sound the chic quattro for women right (laughs) (laughs) it's a razor right (laughs) it's a razor right right versus this another one for like a toy commercial let's go make a frozen glitzy globe just add the glitter and wow glitter magic you know, you know. So, so there's a range. You know, those were just two, but uh-huh. those are those are options. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. It is fun, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So, what are you what are you finding? So, this is a new business for you. As you said, there are like bumps and. What would you do differently now to start off? You know, you're a couple of years into this. What,
1: looking back, would you have done anything differently starting off? so i think at first there's a couple of things i would do one is i would make more time for myself to explore and to pursue so i started off and then i slowed down because i didn't take that time for myself um i let other things and in life just work and family, get in—not um, get in the way. That's not the right choice of word. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, make the time for yourself, as I think many women probably do. Um, the other is just have more confidence, uh, and and get out there and network sooner. Hmm. I worked in this big organization. I knew so many people internally. Lots, you know, networking wasn't a problem but I hadn't really focused externally. And so when I got to the point where I needed to uh, build up other relationships that were very different than what I had before, I just, I think I was slow to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I I definitely would do that sooner. More networking.
0: And it's not just any networking, is it? Or is it, can you just go to any networking event or do you have to be aware of different communities? Or I think it's both. Mm -hmm.
1: But I also find um, that I started just going to, connecting with people in my community, my own community where I live. And once I start to explain what I'm doing, everyone has a contact, Mm. which was really interesting. It's very interesting. In the last week alone, in my own community, I've had two reach outs which were, are for great opportunities. So I think starting small, and uh, but also being very targeted, like you said, with very niche communities as well, mm-hmm. are important.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, someone who is making a change in their direction, and networking is such an important thing. You need to let people know what you're doing.
1: Otherwise, it's they the right don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody <laughs> right. knows. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: And yet a lot of people probably, you know, a lot of people are, are introverted. I know I'm introverted. <laughs> It'd be very easy to stay behind the computer and just kind of try to work things out, get your website all perfect. And right. And that doesn't really move you forward.
1: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: So you I mean, you were all about change and you helped people navigate change. What skills did you bring with you? from that corporate environment that help that you felt really helped you make the change that
1: you did so for me uh it was really being aware of the internal process i'd say that number one and what does that mean that means for me you get really excited because you're like oh this is something new is coming and then the reality of it hits and you may hit a low at some point where you've got some hurdles you're trying to overcome them, and you may not know what to do, and and that's hard, right? There's there's um, learning something new. There's always that that kind of dip, and then figuring out like what knowledge and skills do you need to build your uh, uh, climb out of that. So for me, <clears throat> I think coming with that knowledge and letting myself know it was okay to struggle a bit was really helpful. But on the other side of that, I bring all these business skills with me as well about how to tell a story um, and how to, you know, connect with people and kind of, uh, and that's been invaluable as well.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I'd say that would be it. Mm -hmm. Nice. So what's what's
0: the favorite part of what you get to do? I know what the answer (laughs) is gonna be, but tell me anyway.
1: (laughs) Oh, right, it's fun to take, you know, get a script and think about, think about what are all the different ways you can deliver that message and get in the booth and play with it and, and then you know, listen to it and, and then talk and work with the client um, all around that. So I think that that's a lot of fun. I, I have fun doing that.
0: I think that's so neat. And you know I'm, I work with people on presentation. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we do is like you can take a line, any line, and <laughs> right. there's so many ways you can say it. Right. And with you, it's even probably more so because you have more freedom in terms of the style of delivery, you know, perhaps, depending on what the, the piece of um, kind of content it is. Correct. But so, like, give me a line and, and <laughs> show me, like, different ways that you might play with it.
1: Okay. All right. What's a line? You know, the, the first you could um, align um the declaration of, uh, no, let, let's, uh, oh, like, I, I was thinking of, like, I pledge allegiance to the flag, right? That's the first thing that came to my okay. to my mind, right? right? So I, um, I pledge allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag. You know, that means something very different mm-hmm. than, you know, some of the other, the, the earlier ones. So you could continue to play with that and can convey something that's what the words are and, mm. and such. I pledge allegiance to the flag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's right. fun. You know, I speak to people who, like, don't want to memorize mm-hmm. scripts, but sometimes they need to. And they think, oh, it's going to be so hard. And I say, well, actually, it can be really fun. Because if you take each line and you play around with each one, then it's like, it's fascinating, and it makes you think about, well, what does it really mean? It, what does it really mean? What do you convey. Yeah, is right. it this word that gets emphasized, or do I put the weight on this one? And
1: Right. Yeah. Yes, right. I it's think so cool. It's cool, <laughs> right? It's fun. It's right? very fun. <laughs> it's very fun. It's very fun, breaking it apart, you know, if it's a long script, and really thinking about that. I, I read stories um, to my two boys every morning. We have story time before they go to school. I love reading their books, <laughs> and I'm I'm always playing with the voices of their little characters. Right, we're reading Captain Awesome right now, and it's really fun. All the little trying to you know do use different characters for all of them, and the boys are just enthralled. You know, it's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
0: I, I was really delighted as a parent when like books on tape became more like expressively mm-hmm. uh, characterized. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter was, you know, of course, a favorite.
1: Yes, right.
0: You're probably not there yet.
1: No, well, actually, we just started going there. My kids just listened to Harry Potter um, this summer, the first one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Jim Dale is pretty amazing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was really good. So do you have people that you um, have learned from that you look up to or,
1: you know, consider your mentors? So I would say um, I... Aligned with Lau Lapidus and Company. So they're um, based here on the East Coast. um, And I coached with them and I've worked, took classes with them. They worked with me to produce my first demo. And so that was certainly um, one mentor that I have. Mm -hmm. And then um, I'd say I don't have any other mentors at the moment, but I think it's really fun to just listen Everywhere you go, the car ride here, right, listening to the radio and listening to all the voices. And um, so uh, I'm always learning and trying to take in, you know, a, a new perspective, a new take on a phrase and such.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess sound is all around. It is. It is. And it's when you, when you start to think in terms of how you do, of like, how would I say this or how is that person saying this? Ooh, that's interesting. How... Right. Yeah, then it becomes, has more layers of um, interest. Right. That's cool. Yeah. You, but like, now that you're an entrepreneur, it's like you have to do all of it. Or you don't have to, you can get some help, but usually we start off doing it all, right?
1: Well, of course. Right, right. So, like,
0: so you were part of a business where other people did other parts. Now you're doing it all. Which, which would you, which will be the first that you try to get rid of? <laughs>
1: So, uh, there's parts of the business aspect of it, of things that I really enjoy, Uh but there's other parts of it that I wish, I wish I could just sit in the, you know, in the booth and someone else could go out and do all of the networking and all of that stuff. You know, that would be wonderful, Mm -hmm. but that's not the world that we live Mm -hmm. in. Yeah, if Um, you had an agent. If I had an agent, right, Mm -hmm. and I'm not there yet, and that's Mm -hmm. fine. Um, and I'd still, even if I had an agent, I think I'd still be out there, you know, having to do some of that, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Great. Maybe that's um, the introvert in me.
0: Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. It's it's interesting. A lot of people assume that performers are extroverted, and most of the time they're not.
1: I. I you're right. You're right. Right. Um, many might think that I am an extrovert, but, you know. I'm a chameleon, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? I am what I need to be when I need to be it. Mm -hmm.
0: What's next for you? Where are you going, do you think?
1: Continuing to grow my business Mm -hmm. is one, Um, and I'm working, some of my next goals are to expand the scope of demos, those kind of resumes, really, um, that I have. And um, and then getting out there broader in the community, uh, expanding my networking. Uh, this was a great you know connection with you, uh, uh, just to get the word out further and grow the business. So those are those are the next things for me. Sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Yes, yes it, it is. is. Well, <laughs> I love to ask my guests to pick a card, a wild card, and, wild and card. just to riff on whatever
1: it means to you and your okay your work or your life okay so my card is vision uh so vision for me the you know i think for a long time i had a vision of my life that was a life that was a lot more flexible um, than it used to be with uh, two young kids and demanding job. I just, I felt like I couldn't balance it all and be authentic in all the ways that I wanted to just because of time. So flexibility, certainly. um, So I, I wanted that and I had that vision. And what I see happening, especially over the last year, is that vision has come to a reality. Like, I'm living that flexible life, and I'm making it all work. Find a way to make it happen, and that's what I've done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's how, that's what I think about when I have vision, when, mm-hmm. I, when I see that word vision. Mm-hmm. And where I'm going, right? I have a vision. I know I can make it happen I have all the tools and the wherewithal and the skills to do it. Uh And so I'm pushing forward, and that's what I'm doing. That's so exciting.
0: (laughs) I wish you a merry way.
1: Well, thank you, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming on the
0: show. This was great.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been wonderful. So
0: as you may know, I am also a presentation coach. And if you've got a project or a presentation coming up of your own, and you feel a little stressed out about it, I have a perfect gift for you, which is the Fear to Fabulous Blueprint, Mastering the Inner Game of Speaking Live or on Camera. And it's free for you to download on my website, lyndayugolo.com forward slash blueprint. Thanks so much for coming on the show, and be sure to catch us on the next one. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts, music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.